We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Wednesday, August 30th, and we're finishing up our NFL DFS primer series here. Last week, we talked all about projection, correlation, leverage, little bits of the combinatorics and nuances of uh, of NFL DFS with uh, with the, you know the first main slate coming up. Uh, a week and a half from now. Actually, the first slate on, on Thursday, we got a showdown slate. We talked a little bit about that also. So go check out the past couple of shows. You'll see them being tagged as NFL DFS Primer on the title as well as on the thumbnail. If, you, if you've if you missed some of them, but today we'll be talking more about Lineup HQ. Yesterday went into some of the basic features of uh, our lineup builder here at Roto-Grinders, which also contains all the projections, 
all the information. It's kind of your one-stop shop for all the information that you'll need to build your lineups on Sunday morning, on Saturday night, the night before. Whatever you want to do in NFL DFS, whether it be the main slate, the afternoon slate, the showdown slates, everything. So give me a thumbs up. Hit the thummy thumb button in the morning. Got the early birds here. Got baseball later today on the channel. Hit that notification bell to know when we go live. So we talked yesterday about, about all the functions and the player screens and everything like that. Of course, you could you could get this if you're a combo premium member, right? You get everything, right? You could get the obviously NFL only if you want, but why not get everything? Get the college sports, get the NBA, MLB, get MMA, get get everything. Right? Click on that link in the description, get $10 off your first month. But one of the things that you're going to be doing a lot in your lineups in uh, for NFL is uh is taking advantage of correlation. You know, making sure your lineups could be somewhat correlated, very correlated, game stacks, team stacks, right? If you don't if you don't use any type of stacking functionality, you're going to just get you're going to it's going to, it's going to be treated just like NBA, right? All the lineup builder is is a knapsack problem solver for this, you know, median mean fantasy points column. But let's say, you know, you're looking, you're, especially that for the biggest total game is that Miami, the Dolphins Chargers game. So if we go over and click over to there and you're like, okay, I want to build, I want to build lineups that have like stacks of this game or stacks of the Dolphins, stacks of the Chargers, right? Herbert, Tua, I want to have that type of lineup. How do I tell lineup, the lineup HQ builder? to build those types of lineups, right? Maybe it's not only Miami, uh, LA that you want. Maybe maybe you want some some Jalen Hurts stacks. Maybe you want some uh, some Kirk Cousins, you know, Jefferson type stacks. Maybe you want but the Cincinnati-Cleveland game. Maybe you want some Joe Burrow in there, right? So how do you go and do, are you, you going to have to make groups for all of that? I mean, we can. We'll, I'll show some of the more detailed stuff you could do with groups. But for the most part, you know, you're going to be stacking quarterbacks with wide receivers. If you're if you're targeting games, you're going to do like quarterback with two pass catchers or two teammates with a one or two guys on the other side of the game. Well, how could we get lineup HQ to do just that? Well, we have a stacks page. Okay. We have primary game stacks, second game stacks, third game stacks. If you want to incorporate multiple correlations into your lineup. Do you need to? No, you don't need to. Probably the primary one probably is beneficial. Quarterback wide receiver. If you did the, that's probably that's probably beneficial. Except for maybe some quarterbacks like Justin Fields or Jalen Hurts, who could, you know, score a lot of rushing touchdowns also. So all you have to do is go to the go to the stacks page, the quick game stacks. Right. We also have the game stack finder where you could you could specify it specifically like the, the exact players in your stack right and it'll take and it'll, it'll look at it for you so like number of stacks 20 right find stacks it could show you like burrow chase cousins jefferson and you could add that right i could add that it'll show up here and you could give a percentage of what your exposure to that right so you could you could do specific stacks of specific players specific two players Right, it'll show you game stack finder. What do you want? Same team players, opposing team players. You could do this if you want to get really, really detailed. What you could also do 
if I get rid of this, is use the quick game stacks. Quick game stacks. You add a primary stack. So you see here. See, team one, use. Team two, use. So if let's say I wanted a quarterback with a pass catcher, a wide receiver, or a tight end. And that's it. And no, no one from the opposing team. Well, I could put this in. I could select what teams they apply to. Right? And then target this rule for X percent of your lineup. So let's say let's say you want just a standard court, quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, slice, the type of uh, correlation. And you want it in 25% of your lineups. That's what you would do. But you could also add another one. I could add another one. It'll go underneath it. Let's say I want quarterback with two pass catchers. Right? Two wide receiver tight ends. Maybe maybe you don't mind with the running back also. Two running back wide receiver tight ends. You just put the number two in there. Maybe you want quarterback with two wide receiver tight ends and then one player running back wide receiver or tight end from the opposing team to build a little bit of a game stack. You could you could go even further. You could do two of those players. You could do three of those players. You could you could go into this and go I want I want to make sure that it's one wide receiver and one tight end instead of two possibly two wide receivers depending on the team. So if we take if we take a look, let's say we get rid of this. So let's say we t- we take a look and we go, okay, uh, we're going to we're going to build we're going to build get little little mini game stacks. Right of you know three guys on one side of the game and two guys on the other side of the game, right? So maybe we do quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, and then two players from the opposing team. Twenty five percent of your lineups. We could look through if there's certain teams that you don't want a game stack of. You could exclude them. You could not include them in here. So maybe just like we said before, okay, we don't want to we want a game stack Cincinnati Cleveland. Game stack Miami Chargers, right? Maybe Tampa Bay, Minnesota or something like that. Maybe if if that's what you want. Maybe you don't want to stack the game stack of the Cardinals commanders game. Maybe you don't mind a correlate. Like if you play that game, you're going to have, you know, quarterback wide receiver or something like that, but maybe not a full game stack. So you could go in here and you could apply this to just whatever, whatever games that you want, whatever teams that you want. In the primary game stack section, the teams are all tied to the quarterback because this is the only game stack that includes a quarterback. When we get to the other ones, they don't. So you have to put in a, like a primary thing here. And then you have to set up how many, what percentage of lineups do you want this type of, this type of construction to entail? So for, to, for, our, for, for ease of, of use, we're just going to put that, this as 100, right? So we're basically, we're building... Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Miami, LA game stacks in our in our build. Let's say we're looking in 20 lineups. So who knows? We could also build in a second correlation, right? Right? We could always also build in, you know, if we play a running back from one side of the game, we play a wide receiver or a tight end from the opposite side of the game, or something like that. You could you, or just two players from each side of the game. Wide receiver, tight end. With a running back wide receiver tight end. Each side of the game. You could secondary stack. You could play two from one side, one from the other. You could also put in a running back DSD correlation if you'd like. But always remember with the running back DSD correlation, 
people look and go, oh, they're correlated. They're correlated at the mean. Ceiling-wise, they're not really. And when you're playing GPPs, like, oh, when the running back is the running back in the fourth quarter is going to get a whole bunch of carries when they're up by three touchdowns, right? The, the game's 28 to, 28 to 10 in the fourth quarter, which means they're going to be running the ball a lot more, typically. Well, that's 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 correlated to points allowed, but not necessarily the ceiling of DST scoring. It's not necessarily correlated to the, the DST getting a return touchdown and a pick six in the same game. To some extent, maybe, but so it's 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 not to the mean. Yeah, running back score does well. The defense scores ten points. Oh, okay, that's that's fine. But those twenty plus point scores by defenses really the running back doesn't have to do all that much. Uh, it has to do with it, right? It's a lot of variance in DST, but you can if you want. If you want to add the third, even you could go running back and DST of the same team, right? You could have that. And as many lineups, I mean, you could do multiple ones. You could add a third and a second correlation and have, as long as the percentages add up to 100, like you're good to go, right? So let's say, let's say this is what the types of lineups. We we want to build game stacks of, of any of these three games and also include a little mini, mini, you know, one player from each side of a game and then also have a running back DST combination now lineup hq as a knapsack problem solver will how do i find you the lineups that have that with the highest mean projection and then it also goes by all your other build rules right so you can put in you know all your randomness all your your unique players all your exposures of each player you could do all of that also so let's do 20 lineups with all defaults or whatever it doesn't matter so based on this Primary, second, third game stack. So we're going to get at least some of every, I mean, depending on the projection, maybe you don't get much out of 20 lineups. Maybe the highest projected, you know, Miami Chargers comes up, you know, in all 20 lineups, right? One way of making sure that you get, you know, whatever the, the stacks, the, the you know, the heads of the stacks that you want is using the quarterback exposure to do that for you. So what I'm saying is that you go in, you go to quarterback, right? So basically we're stacking three games in this in this thing, right? So we got Cincinnati, Cleveland, Tampa Bay, Minnesota, right? And then Miami Chargers, right? So we take a look at this and we go, okay, well, how much of each do we want? Because I mean, we're going to out of our 20 lineups, we're going to get we could, it's possible we get 20 Deshaun Watson lineups. Well, what happens if you just don't want all of them to be Cleveland stacks? Because that still satisfies the condition of giving you 100% of a game stack of one of those three games. So maybe you set the maxes. You say, oh, well, I, Deshaun, I, I don't want more than, than 10%. I'd rather have more Burrow, right? So 20% of Burrow. Maybe you have 20% Herbert. 20% Tua, right? You could do this, 20%, 10%, right? You only want 10% of Watson and 10% of Mayfield, even less. Or something like that. You could just control it here, control it by the heads of the quarterback, right? So maybe maybe you want more Herbert than Tua. Maybe you want more Tua than Herbert. Maybe you want more Burrow than, maybe you don't want any, hey, maybe you don't want any Baker Mayfield. You could just X him out. 
right? So max five even, right? We put that down to max five. I want more Burrow than Watson, right? Something like that. You can call it that way. And of course, have it add up to, have it add up to 100. 25, 45, 65, or a little bit past 100. Gives it a little, little wiggle room. Because if you just leave it to the stacks page, it's going to be like, what's the best available combination of players that I could do all of this? As long as it's a stack of one of these three games. So maybe you just get all 20, you get all 20, you get all 20 Deshaun Watson Brown stacks. So using the quarterback position as a way to control your exposure to stacks. Now, every Burrow stack may include Chase and not Higgins. I mean, you'll have to do more in order to get more diversity or change your exposures to that if, if you want to. So let me let me build 20 lineups. And as with anything in lineup HQ, the more rules that you put in, the slower it goes, right? 20 lineups typically is going to take what? 10 seconds, 15 seconds. But just understand what if you're going to, I'm going to try to stack all these games and all these exposures and all these settings and everything like that. Give yourself, give yourself some time. It could take a couple of minutes. Don't leave yourself, uh, you know, the twelve fifty-seven or something, and then then you're building. Especially with that, with so many other people also doing the same thing. Okay, so we're not we're gonna not really concern ourselves with our player exposure. We get a lot of Zach Moss as a one-off. Of course, these are projections from you know this is. I mean, we're a week and a half before, so these these projections are going to change. We don't even know what the hell the Colts are even going to do. Right, so you can see here, we could look at, we could even go by, we could sort by team stack, right? We got five Bengals, five chart, four Chargers, four Dolphins, four Vikings, two Browns, one Buccaneers. Exactly what we, right? We set our maxes to get this. So we get Watson, Watson, Elijah Moore, and then you get two on the other side, Higgins, Chase on the other side. You get Watson, Moore, Cooper. Right here's David Njoku, right? You have Watson, you get a 3-2 lineup. You got Higgins and Chase on the other side. Higgins and Chase on the other side. Higgins and Chase. Burrow, Higgins, Chase on the other side. Right, so you get all these. Then you get Herbert, Mike Williams, Gerald Everett with Waddle and Hill on the other side. Here's another Burrow. Here's a Burrow. Here's a Burrow. Here's a Herbert. Herbert, Williams, Everett with Tyreek Hill and Durham Smite on the other side. Right, so you look through here, and you can see it, it conforms to your stack settings. Kirk Cousins, T.J. Hawkins, and Justin Jefferson with Rashad White and Kurt, and Chris Godwin on the other side. There you go, game stack. Now you now you start looking at these lineups, and you go, you look at this first lineup, and you go, well, Higgins and Chase are pretty expensive, right? So if they both get there, it's more likely that Burrow. Like Burrow is 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 the top quarterback than Watson is, right? So sometimes you see same thing with with Hill and Waddle. You go if I have both Hill and Waddle in my lineup, like I'd much rather have Herbert there than I'd rather have Tua there than Herbert, right? You take a look at some of these lineups and you go, you know, I don't mind one of Waddle or Hill in a Herbert lineup, but I don't want both Waddle and Hill. Herbert lineup. I still want a game stack, but if I have Waddle Hill, I'd rather it be Tua. Well, how do you, how do you make it do that? That seems complicated. It isn't. You use the groups. 
So you can create a new group. And there's a thing here called conditional player. Use conditional player, which means the group will conform only when the conditional player is in the lineup. So let's say, you know, you have that Waddle Hill example. So you have Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. The problem is in your lineups that you see the problem. I'm not saying it still could be fine. But let's say you don't want both of them if you only want them if Tua, if Tua's the quarterback, sure, play both of them. But if Herbert's in, you you don't want both of them. So you put them in the group, Hill Waddle, Max one, min zero, max one, and use the conditional player as Herbert. Right? So you're basically saying use group only in lineups that contain Justin Herbert. You'd also use use group in only lineups that do not contain Justin Herbert. You could do it whatever way you want. So basically, this is saying if Justin Herbert is in the lineup, max one Hill Waddle. We could also do that for Deshaun Watson, right? If Watson is in the lineup, max one of Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Right? Because you looked at the lineups and go, well, if, if they're both going to be in there, I'd rather have Burrow up top. So what we're not we're not setting the groups to make it so that. If but there's no way to say there's no conditional double player. If Jason Higgins are in the lineup, then always use Burrow. There's no way to do that sequence. It's just the opposite of that. If the Watson, the other side, quarterback is in, don't play both, both of the expensive wide receivers. Right? So now we build lineups with these two groups. We'll put in 20. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. 
and Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. And the two players on the other side are going to be, it's going to be, for, for like the Dolphins, will be Tyreek Hill and Durham Smythe, or uh, Waddle and Smythe, or something, or, or Mustard, or something like that. It won't play the two expensive wide receivers without their quarterback for those specific games, right? And let's say you won the stack like a lot of the games. Well, you'd have to, you'd look through and look at the lineups that you're building and see if there's any groups that you may need to make that you may think that it's more beneficial for you to do so. Because now you see here, Watson, Moore, and Joku with Mixon and Chase as the two runbacks, right? Higgins and Irv Smith Jr., Let's find uh, like a Herbert or a line of Herbert, Williams, Everett, Smythe, and Hill on the other side. Now, you may look at this lineup and you go, do I really want a double tight end lineup? Well, maybe maybe if you don't want to get this combination, you could go in. Obviously, if you set your, your, your flex exposure and build rules to like tight end 0%, you won't get these lineups at all. But let's say you want some of that. And you look and you go, maybe you set a group that Smythe and Everett can't be in the same lineup. You just you look, you literally look. You don't see, you don't have to set this beforehand. You go, oh, okay, that's I don't really like that combination. So you just go, okay, and I'll just create a group with Smythe and Everett, and I could build lineups that don't contain both tight ends from that game in the same lineup. Look through some of these other lineups to uh, Croft Hill. With Eckler and Williams as the run back. Tua, Smythe Hill, right? Eckler, Williams, Eckler, Williams. Here's here's Cousins, Jefferson, Hawkinson with White and Godwin. Tua, Waddle Hill with Williams and Eckler. Right? You also have to be a double tight end here. You got Luke Musgrave as a cheap tight end in that lineup. Right? Here's White, Otten, Cousins, Addison, Jefferson. Right? Now, these are like game stacky type of lineups. You don't have to build all game stack lineups. You could go, you go into the stacks and I go add a primary stack and go, I also want lineups that are, you know, three from one side and just one from the other side. Quarterback, two wide receiver tight ends. Hold on. Two wide receiver tight ends and then just one player from the other side of the game, right? And you apply them to the same teams. You could do Tampa Bay, Minnesota, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Miami, Georgia, let's say you want half and half. So you could just do 50% here and 50% there. And even on these, like if you take a look at like running back DST, maybe there's only certain running backs that you want to pair with the DSTs. So let's say, let's say Indianapolis, like you go through and you go, well, do I want, uh, do I want, you know, Philadelphia running backs with Philadelphia DST? And maybe you don't. So you uncheck that box, right? You can control that all in the stacks page. You don't have to worry about like the exposure percentages. Just go. It's like, no, I don't want to play the Carolina defense with the Carolina running back. Okay, well, uncheck. There you go. Easy, right? 
So now you're 50 50. You could do the same thing here with the secondary stacks. One wide receiver tight end from one side, one running back wide receiver tight end from the other side. Maybe there are certain games where it's just like, nope, I'm not taking two sides of the game. Nope. Arizona, Washington. Nope. I'll take a one off. Not two guys from the game. One guy from Arizona, one guy from Washington. Well, then just uncheck them. You can do that. Right? So a lot of the time where I'm building my candidate lineups, and remember, I build a lot of lineups. A lot of time I'm building, I'm actually building 300 lineups per primary game stack. So a lot of times I'm not even using this, like 50% of this and 50% of that. It's like, no, a lot of times I'm like locking in a quarterback or a game. And I'm saying, build me 300 lineups that look like this. And then go to the next game. Build me 300 lineups that look like this. Next game, 300, and then next thing you know, I have like three to 6,000 lineups, and then I could tail it from there. So you could do that also. If you want to try to build it all in one build, you could get as detailed as you want in what stacks you want, what groups you want. There may be there may be certain certain combinations of players that you that you don't want in certain games. You may look, I mean, we go through, maybe. Maybe you look through and you go. Like that Indian, where was Indy? It was Indianapolis, right? With Zach Moss and Deion Jackson. We don't know with Jonathan Taylor, what the hell's going on. He's not going to play the first four games. Right? Maybe, like, maybe Zach Moss is going to be chalky. I'm just making an example. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Zach Moss at 4,200 is going to be, like, super uber chalk or Deion Jackson or whatever, something like that. Like, do I want to use that as a one-off? Maybe you only want to play Zach Moss when a player on the other side of the game, right? To play him in a more correlated manner. So maybe you go into groups and you go, okay, conditional player, Zach Moss, right? And then you take a look at all the players on the other side of the game, right? Kirk, all the receivers, especially Kirk, Ridley, Engram, Jones, right? You you get Kirk, Engram, Ridley, Jones, right? And you just put them in the group. Kirk, Ridley, Engram, Jones. What are you What are you going to say? You're going to say you want a minimum of one and a maximum of two, or maximum of one if you just only want one. So you could do something like that. And you say, oh, Zach Moss is in the lineup. Give me at least one, at most two, of the, the Jacksonville pass catchers. Even if you're not playing, you know, Trevor Lawrence or anything. I mean, just, you could do that in, inside of your own lineups. Or you just, just one. So, like, anytime you play Moss, you're going to get at least, you're going to get Ridley in that lineup, Kirk in that lineup, Ingram in the lineup, Zay Jones, one, one of those. Probably the ones that project better point per dollar than the ones that don't. This is a way to break apart that combinatorics of like a lot of Zach Moss lineups have this type of player and that player in that game. And you get a little chalky. If you want to break up those combinations, this could be a way to do so. Of course, it means that you'll have no Zach Moss lineups that don't contain a Jacksonville wide receiver. But if you're fine with that, if that's what you want to build, this is what the groups are for. Right? 
We want to build them with with or without. You could just enable a group. You could change the names of groups, right? You could duplicate groups. Like if you're building like, oh, how about this guy? And how about that guy? And how about, if you want to build, you know, 30 different groups, you just duplicate. It makes it easier. So you don't have to constantly type in people's, people's names. You could, also add the, you could also add them to the group on the page itself. So let's say, for instance, we have this group D, right? Right? And I have no one in there, right? So it's like, oh, group D, Zach Moss. I mean, even in here, there's this little group, little hamburger thing, right? Whatever you want to call it. So I can add them to group D right there. Group D. Well, no, I can't add Zach Moss. I shouldn't add Zach Moss because he's already... He's, it's a conditional player. But I could add it right there. I could add Engram to group D. Say Jones to group D. You go back to the, the groups page, and there you go. Right? You can rename them. I mean, you could rename any of these groups. There's a little, little pencil here. You could just put in the, the, the Zach, the Zach Moss group. Call it the Zach Moss group. Sounds like some type of consulting firm. Or the Zach Moss group. Right? And if you go to go to the player pool, you'll see. You know, maybe, you know, there's other, you know, you're getting too much of Jamal Agnew. You're probably not, but you go and see, you see right on the bottom, it says Zach Moss group. You even add people to groups from the player pool screen itself. Because I always suggest when you're, when you're building lineups that don't build them just like so many people focus on this min max exposure. How much of this guy? How much of that guy? How much of this guy? How much of that guy? And then they focus on this screen of like, well, I got five, I got 25% of Chris Godwin. I got uh, 55% of Kenneth Walker. And I got, I got, I got, I got the 10 to 10% of Kate Otten. And they don't look at the actual lineups. Do the lineups make sense to what you want? You can get all, you get all the Elijah Moore you want, but I mean, it's like, oh, it's Elijah Moore one-offs. And they're, they're not in any of the Browns stacks. Like, is that what you wanted? The answer is no. Well, then you have to set rules in order to, Make the lineup builder give you what you want. Lineup builder isn't thinking. There's no thought process. It's choosing this guy. No. All it's doing is taking that FPTS column and saying, how do I fit all of that, as much of that number, into a lineup, given the salary, given the, the positions, and given whatever constraints that you put in? So if you put in constraints that are just absolutely asinine, Right, it's going to give you lineups. So, oh, here's a lineup that projects for 57 points lower than anything else. It's, that's that's what you wanted. That's the best I could do. That's based on all the constraints. That's all the lineup builder is. Right, and this is just simple simple ways of efficiently telling the lineup builder what to do. It's not going to build stacks on its own. You have to tell it to, and in what. How, what percentage of what types of stacks, what teams? Do you need to have a secondary correlation? No, you don't need any, you don't need any of this. You'll see lineups that project well that have no correlation in it. That's fine. Remember, the balance of projection, correlation, and leverage is what DFS is. Oh, well, this lineup that won, won the big GPP, didn't have uh, any correlation in it. It was a good projected lineup though, right? Okay. Correlation just just increases the variance of your lineup. It doesn't do anything else. So, like, you could play lineups that are 10 points lower projected, 
but you're going to make that up because you have, when one player does well, multiple other players in your lineup are more likely to do well. They won't necessarily do well, but they're more likely to. You're making up that mean projection by doing so. Playing lineups that project low, that have no correlation, and are and have don't have less ownership, those are the worst lineups. You, know, you wouldn't build that. You can't make up a mean projection with like, well, there's no leverage. Is that my, my ownership's still too high and I have no correlation. It's like, well, if you're not going to have any leverage or correlation, you might as well just play the highest projected lineup then. Right? It's all about a balance. Projection, correlation, leverage. Combinatorics, like I mentioned before, making that group. So, yeah, everyone's playing Zach Moss and, and Justin Jefferson together in a lot of lineups. So how do I make, don't make those combinations, as many of those combinations. So I can still build lineups that are still well-projected and reasonably owned, but don't have the same six guys in it. You don't mind a 3v3 off of that, but you see a lot of lineups are going to build, you know, together. In the theory of DFS for advanced players, where you can get a theory of DFS.com, I have a tool in Excel called the Portfolio Correlation Matrix. We could see those types of things. So a lot of times I will I will download projections from multiple sources, run them through lineup HQ in just very base configurations, stack configurations, types of things, import them into the portfolio correlation tool as part of theory of DFS, and see what players stick to each other in lineups more than others. Because a lot of other people, they're not looking, they're playing, they're going, oh, what's the exposure? But they're not paying attention to that. So there's going to be a lot more combinatorically represented lineups of certain combinations. And then those are the ones that are maybe looking to play less of. I use that as kind of a research tool. Then the portfolio trimmer is there also. So I, I'll build 3,000 lineups in lineup HQ and then throw them all into the portfolio trimmer. Then I can trim by stack, right? Key player, quarterback. I could just trim, trim, trim. How many lineups do I am I playing? I'm playing 100 lineups. Okay, let's trim 3,000 down to down to 100. Trim, 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 right? You can get that at theoryofdfs.com. If you got any questions about lineup HQ, you could always ask them in the Discord. There's a lineup HQ-help channel. And uh, you could also, you know, ask me if, I mean, for, for more of the application of functions. Like if you have a problem fi- figuring out how to do something specifically, like that's the lineup HQ help channel. But if you like, like I'm trying to do and build lineups like this and I'm getting a lot of that and blah, blah, blah. Like, like you understand all the functions and the application is giving you a, an issue. How, why am I not getting enough of this and that? Am I doing something wrong? Like, you could ask me that type of stuff in the Blender's Game Theory channel. That's part of the Roto-Grinders Discord. You can join You could join that now for, for nothing. Like, some of our main main uh, sports channels, are they're free. You don't even have to be a premium member. To get in my channel, you got to be a premium member. But why wouldn't you sign up for that? Right? Sign up. Get Lineup HQ. Get all, get all of our premium content. Dude, during NFL season, there's going to be... There's going to be 10-plus shows and... And videos and shorts and and all the breakdowns of all the games. And then you got the tournament strategy articles and cash game picks and the rankings. And you get everything. 
Click on that link in the description. Get $10 off your first month. I also believe that uh, the, the NFL single only sport, I think they're I think they're running. You should have gotten an email, if anything. I think they're running a sale or something. For just NFL only for the entire season, like a season long, right? For like, you know, four months or whatever. So if you check that, check that out. Hit that thumbs up button on your way out the door. Give me those thummy thumbs because I'll be I'll be away for a while. For a while. For a couple of days. So no show tomorrow. No show Friday. And no show the following Monday. I'll be back Tuesday. Right? I'm going up to Chicago for AEW All Out and the festivities that weekend. So I'll be leaving leaving tomorrow. So no show. So you won't see my face. You won't see a thumbnail. They'll be back on Tuesday. And the show may look a little different on Tuesday. May look a little different on Tuesday, but you'll you'll check that out then. Right? You'll see. You'll see what's going on. You'll see what's going on. So as always, hit that thumbs up button. You can always send in questions. Questions at theoryofdfs.com. Uh, and see what happens next next Tuesday. I'll be back. I'll be back. Got baseball tonight. Grinders live later. Hit that notification bell. You always know when any show on the Road to Grinders YouTube channel goes live. So I'm here answering your questions, right? I'm here. I'll be here even if I'm not answering your questions, right? Usually, uh, outside of the next three days, right? I always make that preface. Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com.